Welcome to Roots, a music podcast. My name is Alex. And I'm Edo. And together we are on a journey to celebrate and discover the music of different cultures from around the world. In each episode, we will venture to new places under the guidance of expert musicians who are active in the traditional music scene of the region or the group of people they represent. We will learn everything there is to know about the music, what it sounds like, how it's made, who performs it, and the occasions in which it is performed. Most importantly, we'll find out how this music has evolved into the 21st century. Our guests will also workshop their music with us so that we can all experience the music directly from its source. We are so excited for you to come on this journey with us and explore the world through music. Hi, everybody. Today on the show, we are lucky enough to be joined by singer and storyteller Julia Kozakova. Julia grew up in Slovakia, where she was introduced to Roma music at a young age and immersed herself into the culture and music of the Romungra Roma people. She has toured the world with various groups singing this music and educating the public about Roma culture. Julia is currently a student at SOAS University in London, where she often performs in Roma music groups, both at SOAS and in venues around London and Greater Europe. Her most recent performance project is with her group Manusha, who will be releasing their debut album later this month. So, Julia, um, now that we know a little bit of your background, I'm wondering if you could just tell us, in your own words, what is your musical history with this type of music? Um, and what is your just... What is your background? <laughs> Tell us about yourself. <laughs> yes, of course. First of all, thank you very much for the opportunity of being here and um, and being the invited one to this podcast. Um, so my musical background, um, you know, I started um, singing Slovak traditional music. I have uh, I have been singing it since I remember. Indeed, I remember my mother teaching me Slovak traditional songs and then I um, started to be a part of the Slovak folklore ensemble as a dancer and singer. So this this was really my uh, my beginning of my musical path. And um, then uh, in the age of 13, I, I came across the Roma music, which is uh, something that uh, really really changed my um, 
musical world and uh, um, also the way how I was performing, how, how I was perceiving music and, uh, and all that. So, um, yes, that's basically it. Wonderful. So that means that today we're going to talk about two, uh, I mean, two ramifications that intersect, right? Uh, so the Slovak traditional music and Roma music from Slovakia, which is great, amazing. Um, I was wondering, just a, a question, like, off the top of my head. Um, aesthetically speaking, um, how would you describe them? Uh, I think that lots of people very often, when it comes to both Roma or Slovak music, they maybe put them into the Balkan uh, cauldron, like the melting pot, that uh, s somehow makes all of these different genres all the yeah. same, which I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not really not really appropriate, uh, nor it reflects reality. But so how how do these two music uh, traditions sound? How are they different? Is it a matter of ensemble? Is it a matter of scales or patterns or decoration? Of uh, decoration, of course. Or Ornamentation. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the difference between Slovak traditional music and Roma, uh, Roma music that I'm singing? Okay. Yeah. So mm -hmm. there is a definitely mm -hmm. difference between. Uh, Roma music that I am performing and Roma music coming from the Balkans or from different country, you know. I am focusing on Roma music from Central Europe, uh, from for for music of Rumungre Roma, uh, which are Roma coming from Hungary, mm -hmm. but now uh, Roma from all that area of Central Europe, including Slovakia, Czech Republic and Poland. That group uh, is called like Rumungre Roma, according to Hungarian Roma people. And this sound, um, the typical sound for, for uh, Roma, Roma people from this area is the sound of cymbal on band. So, um, mm. you know, and this is something completely different than, um, uh, you know, the Balkan, Balkan ensembles, uh, the sound of, I don't know, Balkan beats that is now really popular among, you know, yes. worldwide. <laughs> um but our our um, traditional, I mean, Slovak Roma Slovak traditional band is composed of uh, cymbalum, strings, which is violin and viola, double bass, and that's that's the basic band. Then maybe clarinet is also maybe included, but but it's not the basic mm. um, basic sound, you know. Um, and this is very similar to to the sound of Slovak traditional music, you know. Because that is also the basis of Slovak traditional music. So this is very interesting thing about Roma music that Roma musicians uh, have been always um, adapting to uh, melodies, to tastes of, of people of the majority uh, where they were settled, you know. So, so uh, when Roma people were settled in Slovakia, they adapted to the repertoire and to the tastes of Slovak people, Slovak or, or Hungarian people, you know. So they have also taken the instruments, taken their, their scales and their repertoire. And so that's why the Roma music uh, across Europe sounds different differently in every country. Um, yes. That's so, that's so cool. Amazing. And how did Amazing. you, how Great. did you then um, learn this music? Where did you learn it? Um, yeah, because I, I, that's that's quite interesting as well. Yes, that's very. I was I was very lucky one 
Um, uh, at the age of 13, I met a woman, a singer, and uh, the leader of a choir, Roma choir, called Ida Kelarova. She's quite uh, well known in Czech Republic. She's from Czech Republic. She's half Roma. And, um, you know, she, she is the leader of this Roma choir that, uh, that is for Roma children from mostly excluded Roma settlements. Uh, across uh, Slovak Republic and Czech Republic, but she's also doing like workshops and master classes for people that just want to learn something about Roma music. And I didn't know much about Roma music before, uh, but I uh, I received it as as a present from my from my family because I was singing and they wanted me to know this woman because they they liked uh, her albums. So, you know, I just went to her master class to spend six or five or six days in, in her house with five other singers. And um, that's where I first came across the Roma music. And I was absolutely, absolutely amazed. And uh, I came completely in love with, uh, with that music. And she, she was showing me videos of the choir and uh, talented singers from the choir. And then we just kept in touch. And in the summer, she invited me to her summer school and I met the rest of the choir. And I have I, ha I, I haven't left for uh, the following um, eight years, I think. So I became a part of the choir without, <laughs> you know, I just came and then it clicked somehow. And uh, yes, we just, um, yes, yeah, she saw that uh, I might be uh, a nice part of the choir and we might exchange uh, um, uh, important and inter interesting thing, things, you know. So um, she decided that I, I can stay. And that's where it all started. Uh, excited, exciting journey of exploring mm -hmm. Roma culture and Roma music. Absolutely. Perfect, perfect. So, of course, of course you're not Roma yourself, yes. right? Yes, I, I, have, been, I have been the only non-Roma singer from the choir I think ever so um, wow. yes <laughs> I'm I'm not Roma uh, singer but performing Roma music yes I see well I guess you, you still kind of learned it in a very emic way from the inside right mm. didn't you because uh, after all you were doing pretty much the same activities that people would do it unless was there a community aspect of performing uh, that was included and part of that with the choir or yes, otherwise um, that maybe you didn't experience yeah <laughs> that's why i said at the beginning that i was very lucky one because that is exactly why i feel a kind of privileged or how may i call it you know to have the experience to really be able to learn from my friends and there was a an important uh, sense of community within the choir we were really like uh, that time we were considering ourselves as be to be family you know uh, we the whole you know summer school it it lasted every year for three or four weeks and then we always uh, you know we were gathering for concert uh, concerts always one week before or ten days before to rehearse so we were really spending quite a lot of time together and then also you know in my summer holiday for example I started to to visit my friends from the choir. So that's how I really uh, I started to to be 
a researcher without you know without even knowing knowing it because uh, <laughs> our ethnographer because I was uh, spending my summer holiday in uh, in Roma settlements with families of my friends I had the opportunity to observe and I have to say that I'm the kind of you know a person uh, who really you know observes things feel things and and you know I I I, I quite empathically can you know um process quite a lot of uh, information that are not um, said out loud you know so yeah you immerse mm-hmm. yourself yes, into everything absolutely yeah. absolutely yes that's the best way though that's amazing so then i guess my okay so then my next question that i have now is like twofold so you are um you went to you go to SOAS University in London. Yes. Um, you're currently a student there, which is amazing. And so, where do you find yourself performing this style of music in London? And then, where is this style versus where is the style traditionally performed? Um, you know, I perform. Um, I found myself performing. Um, Roma traditional music, which is nowadays still decreasing even here in in uh, in Slovakia in uh, Czech Republic, the traditional way of of performing in Hungary, it's still a little bit more alive. In Budapest, for example, mm-hmm. there are more musicians that really uh, amazing musicians that perform uh, this traditional way of Roma music, but here still less and less uh, people are doing that. So I can't really say that. Uh, this kind of music here is performed uh, in, a, you know, um, um, in living rooms of Roma people, you know, on daily basis, because mm-hmm. it's no more mm-hmm. like that, to be, to be honest, you know. Maybe some, sometimes, yes, um, some occasions maybe, but it's not that the, 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 it is a living tradition, you know. The living tradition, Roma tradition, musical tradition is... Is, is still present, but uh, it has a different form. There are new instruments, new sound, because, you know, influenced by, uh, um, by the global world of music, you know. Um, right. And so there is a Roma production, but, but not, uh, the, the, traditional, the traditional way of playing is uh, still decreasing. So, and to see myself performing this music in London, well, of course, uh, probably... Uh, the stage in the form of you know concert, but uh, but uh, I'm doing I'm doing it here as well, you know the traditional style. So mm. okay, yeah. So in in a way, in a way, the fact that the, that the global world that has uh, brought changes locally there, which kind of makes it pretty much the same. <laughs> That's that's very interesting, actually. Uh, have you ever performed in Hungary, actually, with uh, Hungarian musicians? Uh, the ones you were talking about, where there's still quite a big um, uh, traditional way of playing. Uh, yeah, you know, I I have an amazing experience from uh, last summer. My boyfriend took me to Sazovesh, which is a amazing uh, restaurant in Budapest where there is a cymbalon, traditional ha- Roma-Hungarian cymbalon band playing every day with an amazing uh, violinist, Lajos wow. Sarkozy, who is an amazing virtuoso violinist. And we, were, we came there to, to listen to them, to have a dinner, 
and then you know uh, we 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 asked Lajos because he knows a little bit my boyfriend who is great cymbalon player. Uh, he asked Lajos the, the the violin player to if I could sing something with them, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. and then I oh, sang I one song with them which was amazing and there was a video out of it which became viral literally like in a second. It became a viral on on it is the most successful video that I got ever ever got you know in my ah. life because everyone <laughs> yeah. knows the the violin player and it was like oh who is this girl you know he's singing Roma music and is she Roma isn't she Roma how come you know and uh, so so it became of course immediately I was so surprised you know I was like oh it's on this page as well it's on that page as well you know. All Roma music, the uh, world of music became, uh, you know, knew that 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 uh, short video it was, and it was not a good quality one, you know. It was that one like mm-hmm. uh, with your with your mobile phone in the in the hand. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. those are the best ones though, because it's it. like the impromptu. Just let's sing. Yeah. Like it's, I always find those are the best. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah, it feels real for the viewer yeah. as well. Um, Actually, qu- quick question for I- I'm personally a bit familiar with it because I play an instrument that's related to it. But we've mentioned the cymbalum quite a few times, and of course the violin, the viola, and the double bass. <laughs> but I'm gonna assume that most people are gonna know what these are. But could you could could you talk briefly like w- what's the cymbalum? Could you present? I was just about to us, ask uh, that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the favorite one of mine. The cymbalum. I love the sound of cymbalum, uh, where it is a um, kind of a hammered dulcimer. From that group of instruments, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So played with two um, sticks, hammering, you know, the uh, yeah um, strings. Uh, I'm not sure how many strings there are, but it's a lot. Uh, if some some of our listeners might might be more familiar with a uh, santur which is a really smaller, smaller yeah. version of cymbalum. Also, the sound of cymbalum is more rounded, I would say, and more like, um, 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 how to say, mm, not deeper, but uh, more intense, maybe some louder sound. Um, yes. Mm. So, and... You also have a mute pedal yes, on the cymbalum, don't you? Yes, of course, yes. You have, you have a mute pedal there. And it uh, it is from Hungary. The the instruments. This version of of the instrument is from mm. Hungary. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Last week, uh, just so you know, we, we spoke with Raylan. Um, I think you might have met him uh, around Soas as well. He ah, plays yes. the Yanchin, uh, mm-hmm. which is of course also um, yes uh, another instrument that's part of this yeah. big family. So I feel like. <laughs> We're now covering quite a lot of hammer <laughs> that, dulcimers, uh, at least yeah, in mentioning. The hammer dulcimer got around, yeah. like it's just everywhere. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful sure. instrument. Of course, I'm biased, but <laughs> thank you, Yulia. Thank you.
So, Julia, we, we've talked about the kind of band that supports your voice, but we haven't really talked about your voice <laughs> all that much, have we? Um, so, uh, vocally, what are what are the defining characters of, of this music? Um, I, I know that w whenever I've heard you sing, uh, vibrato is used in a particular way, which I find quite expressive. But what are, what are the characteristics of the singing um, and what are the mm. topics of the songs as well? Uh, if, if you know them, because I, I, in what language are they? Like, could you give us mm. a brief? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing this question is ten questions, but uh, <laughs> yeah, could you give us some more information about the vocal uh, aspect of it, um, lyrics and aesthetics? Yes, sure. I also find this uh, vocal traditional particularly expressive, and. Um, well, I'll start with the with the language or with the lyrics, maybe. So um, mm -hmm. it is it the lyrics are from uh, from Roma people from Slovakia because exactly in the way as the music varies across countries, the language as well. You know, Slovak Roma uh, speak in a different language than, for example, Roma people in Romania you know or or different roma groups like a very very uh, the spread one is black roma that have uh, you know completely different music as well instrument as well and language 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 too so um the topic uh, topics of the of of the lyrics are you know maybe i would start with the mentioning two basic genres of of uh, of songs that are there mm -hmm. for singing and that is uh, halgato and chardasha they are quite uh, they're really completely different they're the total opposites halgato songs are it's coming from the hungarian word uh, halgat which is which means uh, listen so they are songs for listening they are slow, protraced, lament songs to express uh, sadness and pain, and share share that among uh, you know in between the members of the community or friends or fa family, and um, so those uh, for for me personally, that is the biggest treasure uh, of of Roma culture that I am particularly fond of. Um, and uh, yes, those those lyrics are, um, are sad. I mean, those those lyrics are coming from personal stories of of uh, those uh, of, of Roma people. But nowadays they are you know they are passing from generation to generation. So uh, there are less and less being created more and more lyrics, but they are more being passed, and it 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 can be. Uh, you know, singing about uh, having lost a uh, loved person or, you know, unhappy love or um, it, it's about singing about poor life, you know, poor, you know, living conditions. And it's um, the difference maybe between, I don't know, traditional songs from Hungary or 
I don't know, maybe flamenco songs, is that it is not really poetic. It's very straight away, you know. If I'm singing about if I'm singing about death, I'm singing about death. I'm not making much poetry around that, you know. It's it's mm. very it's very direct. It's um, yes. Um, so and uh, the topics of Chardasha songs, which are songs to dance and to party, uh, those are very humorous, you know. Uh, favorite one of mine is called Metud uh, Nakamau, which means I don't want you. Metud Nakamau, Bosar Jungalo, Onakbaro, Preyakoro, Meksardilino, which means I don't want you because you're ugly, you have a big nose. And you ha- you are half blinded and uh, you are and you are stupid as well. So so yeah, it, those are humorous uh, and um, yeah, mm. and uh, in terms of vocal qualities, either you have mentioned vibrato. Uh, actually, my way of uh, singing with the vibrato is not uh, typical Roma vibrato because I have a, uh, it's not intentionally, but I somehow I developed a, you know particular way of vibrato which is mine and it is not really typical for Roma singing. That mm-hmm. one is more more classical, but it is very important and the the more intense. Uh, vibrato the singer has the the better in you know from the perspective of Roma people it is uh, one of the you know uh, the sign of a high quality singer and also the intense the uh, intensity oh, of, of voice you know the louder you can sing the 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 more intense the vibrato is the more you know emotions you can transmit and the better singer you are so <laughs> right. this is basically yeah this is amazing it. So, and okay, so then in terms of just musical, um, I guess like rhythmic and tonal structure, just to put it in Western terms, is there something like compound meter that they, that you have, uh, is there, are there certain tonal structures, tonal, um, what's the word I'm looking for, Edo? Tonal centers? Colors? Yeah, colors. Uh, yeah. That's a good Intervals, one. Intervals, modes, whatever, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> modes, there we go. Um, mm-hmm. That is specific to the type of Roma music that you sing. Yes, so for uh, for Halgato songs, and I I think also for Chardasha songs, the rhythm, well, Halgato songs are, are sung uh, in free rhythm. Uh, so oh, there is wow. no, no meter. Um, and um, in terms of scales, there are mostly there are minor scales but there are also some major and uh, there is a particular one frequently used so-called gypsy scale uh, which is a minor mm-hmm. scale with two augmented seconds um, and um, and um, the meter in Chardasha songs where there is no there is not nothing too much complicated about it. It's or either two four or four four meter, you know. But maybe the interesting mm-hmm. interesting thing about it that the um, um you know there is often uh, gradually increasing uh, tempo of the whole song, you know. So mm. sometimes Chardasha songs are are performed 
uh, in various songs or more song in one set like uh, you know mm, uh, there is not just because those those songs are usually not really long so sometimes you start to sing Chardasha song and you go on for 10 minutes with uh, you know different ones and you you are usually increasing in tempo and very very common are so-called pergete uh, which is like rolling which are meaningless syllables for ex- for instance i don't know uh, and that's uh, you know kind of improvisation um mm-hmm. with the meaningless syllables w- w- uh, and creating a kind of you know vocal um percussions or some something like that you know mm-hmm. but right. it's not really there are some um common syllables that are used but there is there is not much of you know um to to study in terms of meters you know you just uh, improvise and there is no good or wrong if you use those syllables and if you are in a two four or four four meter you are you're right I just wanted to go back uh, real quick um, to the three meter um, type of song, because um, uh, as you know, I, I studied uh, um, Iranian music, and the 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 biggest portion of the classical style, which is called davaz, is also uh, three metered. But that doesn't mean that there aren't proportionalities in a way that the audience would expect you to re- to respect. And in Iranian music, this is connected to the language, uh, so to the syllables that the text uh, uses. And um, uh, this rhythmical skeleton is then uh, translated into also instrumental uh, performance. I was wondering if, to what degree is the three meter completely three? Like, are there mm. some sort of rules, if they're very expressive or expectations by the audience uh, of how you should treat it rhythmically or are you completely free to do whatever you want? Mm. Um, Very important is um, that the accompanying musician is listening to the singer. Basically, the singer is the one that is Mm. leading the whole thing. And then usually, Mm. you know... uh, even those uh, Helgato songs, sometimes they can be sung also 
so, solo, I mean only vocally with no accompaniment, with no instrument. Or in duo, that is very mm. typical. It means either with a guitar or with a timbalum, but also uh, with the whole band, of course. And but always the one who is the solo soloist, or it means either the singer or the violin player, if it's only instrumental, is leading and is uh, you know directing the tempo. And um, mm, to be honest, and it is up to that uh, that soloist because, uh, for example, there are mm. some that use you know um, the pause. For example, it is a very very important uh, feature that you know increases the emotional effect of the of the song. You know, the 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 bigger pause you you do, the the more you make the band to wait for your word to make to wait for your uh you know note uh, mm. the, the 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 higher is like the um, tension emotional tension of course yeah. yeah so um and then i would say that the words um, the interesting thing is that uh, uh, about halgato songs that there are auxiliary uh, sil- um, syllables used before um before actually it can be used at at the beginning of each verse um for example now i'm teaching now i'm teaching one girl from soas uh, roma roma singing and i was i i gave her lyrics of the halgato song and then i i demonstrated her to to uh, th- th- that song and she asked like oh but you were singing different lyrics and i said like no I mean it that's it but at the beginning you know you can add auxiliary syllables uh, for example if you have a lyric tememamo adarik jao you can start yoi detememamo adarik jao you know you can you can add mm-hmm. your or ci or dete or or something like that to to make it even more like you are starting you are you are you are you know um taking out that emotion that needs to be, you know, um, found mm-hmm. and using those um, auxiliary syllables, it, that is a sign for a musician that I am going to start a phrase, you know. So, mm, of course. yeah, it is the communication between the band or between the someone who is accompanying the singer and the singer. But uh, all in all, like, it is up to the, the soloist to... to uh, direct the whole thing so there are no really rules within fair enough actually i have one final question about rhythm i mean a, a very specific aspect and it's something that i've seen being done by singers specifically because they have a rent free and it's yeah it's yeah the snapping right i've noticed that uh, from, from your videos i've noticed that when the tempo then increases that becomes also a way to because you you perform without a drummer mm-hmm. or percussionist, uh, usually. So, um, are there any rules or expectations for that, or is it just something that you pick up and it's a nice way to? Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. I mean, uh, always the last, um, um, the last part of the set or the last song should be in the highest tempo, and the singer normally or mm. the violinist, if it is without a singer is showing with either with clapping 
or with how is this called snapping you snapping yeah um that yeah it is gonna come now you know it is it is it is coming now um because um yeah and that's that's the sign for the musician okay we are going to to rise the tempo to uh estam which is uh you know the 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 one when um bass player is playing the first beat and the viola is playing the second beat kind of you know so that's the estam that's the estam tempo and uh and and before it can be even chardasha songs are can be played like on you know more like a grounded way slower way uh, and it's still for for dancing but uh, every everyone knows that when a singer uh, signs that there is going to be a rise in tempo that uh, that's the final part and we are we are coming to the end so yes that's it and that's awesome amazing, amazing. <laughs> um so i guess now would be an opportune time to ask would you be so kind as to share a song with us something that you love to sing or something that you know your your first song you learned anything um yes that, that you that you love from this of course you do of course thank you <laughs> i don't want to put everybody on a spot but alex if, you, if we could even do a teaching session uh since you guys both are really good singers oh yeah <laughs> i didn't even think of that do you want to teach me i'm I, i'm not gonna that's a really, that's a really good shout out everyone's uh, sake okay uh, but uh i think that uh, is that okay for you julia if we yes if we yes yes right. of course of course uh-huh. okay so julia can you teach me a song <laughs> <laughs> sure sure <laughs> so okay, you sure. will need your hands as well can you do this alex Yes, perfect. So try this. I love the latte. Uh, okay. I love the latte. Like that? Yes. <laughs> I love the latte. Die from the latte. The second part. Okay. The second part is Perfect. Now the first and the second. Okay. Perfect. And now let's okay. try it with the with the hands. One. So is it just is it just snapping? Yes. Is it just the same beat the whole time? Same okay. beat the whole time, exactly. Okay. One. I'll listen to you first. Where are you starting on the because you're not starting on the you're starting like in between the snaps. Yes. That's interesting. One, two, three, four, one. I, so on the second beat. Okay. Okay. One, two, I latte latte, I latte latte. Yes! Like that? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I did it! Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. And then is that so? That's how is that how a song would start? And then 
would a whole band come in or is it just you I'm, this is so exciting you know you can you can come in front of the band and do that and okay. they will start to play that's one way you know okay. or if they are okay. playing you have to give them a sign that I'm coming and I, I want to you know ask for my song <laughs> and now you listen to me right. and you'll do that and they'll start uh, play for you <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so cool. Yeah, no, because it was it was interesting because you you were showing me the snapping and everything, and it's just so funny. Um, like it took me a second because yeah, you do start on the second half of the second beat, which is not like which I I couldn't understand. So like, thank you for explaining that. That's just another difference, and like I really enjoyed that. Okay, so then is there so I don't know is there more? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and this is uh, let me think. And the and the end this uh, um Okay, so for the second time you go Try that. Exactly. And also, you know, you can okay. you can change the syllables according to your taste. I mean, I have I have uh, shown you like I but you can say I So you can like you know make up uh, what you like. <laughs> I think that's. I think I need to practice just the latte latte version. <laughs> Maybe I could get to that one. So wait, can you sing the whole thing for me? Okay. And I'm I'm not gonna sing it back. I just want to hear it. So the the whole the whole thing. Uh, okay, I can sing you the whole thing until the end. And uh, okay. Because there is a little bit more than. So that's the whole that's the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> And you were Amazing. you were playing with tempo in that as well, right? Yes, yes. And this is actually so this cool. song, uh, the, the 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 song that when you can start really really slowly, you know, mm. and you can end up really quickly, like. You know, and to like to have a party <laughs> and to enjoy. Something. Of course, amazing. people dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yes, amazing. That was Julia, so I don't fun. Wanna, Thank you, I don't want to ask too much because you've already given us two beautiful pieces of music. But um, I, I think I, I, I speak for most people who are listening. I really want to hear a verse of a song about a guy who's ugly, has a big nose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can do that one for you. possible. <laughs> so it is. You can dedicate it to me if it helps. You know? <laughs> I'll, I'll take one for the team. Oh my God. The melody is very easy, actually. It, it's like quite like, Beautiful. it sounds like, uh, you know, children's song or, or something like that. Okay. Perfect. So, jak duj tri cztery. I my tu na kama, bosa dżungalo, o nagbaro, 
Freja koro meksaldilino Onak baro Freja koro meksaldilino Ah! Amazing! Amazing, thank you! Thank you so much. <laughs> oh I, I felt we would have made a disservice to the to the audience if we hadn't asked that. I, I just couldn't uh, miss you. Couldn't <laughs> 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 resist. Oh, incredible, Yulia! Thank you so much. This is oh, that was so much fun. Next time I'm in London, I'm I'm gonna seek you out, and I want to learn that whole song, and I just <laughs> would love to sing with you. So that was amazing. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um. So, oh gosh. Okay. So. I know that I'm going to leave this recording now and go listen to your music, but um, for the other people who want to do that, the other audience members, where can we find you online? Where, I mean, mm. where, who, who, where is your yeah. social media presence? <laughs> Tell us. And what are your projects as well? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, um, <laughs> where can we see this you? This is self-advertising moment, if you like. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tell Perfect. us everything that's coming because <laughs> we want to hear more. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram, you can find me with my name, which is Yulia Kozakova. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so you can follow me if you like the Roma music. We are actually, we'll be releasing my first CD uh, in February uh, 2020 or March. Well, let's see how it goes. And um, wait, so 2020? Sorry, right? yes, 2022. 2022. Sorry. <laughs> I was like... Time like, oh, froze in 2020. We're <laughs> yeah. still in 2020. Forever now. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. Yes, 2022, and uh, and that's gonna be exactly the traditional way of singing and playing Roma music with cymbal and band. So, um, mm-hmm. yes, and I love the repertoire, and I'm singing with amazing musicians. I think I have on the CD the best that I could from uh, Czech and Slovak Republic. So it's uh, I'm really really honored. And uh, and definitely there'll be more info uh, about uh, about that album on my Instagram or Facebook soon, and uh, so that's one of my projects. And um, uh, and then we have also a band um, that uh, that is playing also Roma traditional music, but those musicians musicians all of them are non Roma, and we have a kind of educational project for um children and for pupils in high school and elementary schools and high schools uh, and we are visiting them uh, because you know i haven't mentioned that in uh, in the podcast but an important uh, aspect of roma culture and um, roma communities in slovakia is ongoing you know a marginalization and people are being still prejudiced toward roma minority and we are a group of friends that are really keen of that culture that have and we have learned a lot from that culture not only from the musical perspective but also uh you know in our, in our personal personal lives and we want to share this with other young people um so we are visiting high schools and we are you know um doing some activities to uh, to with with them to develop their critical thinking we are playing roma songs for them and uh, sharing with them why we are so you know in love with roma culture so that's another thing mm-hmm. and uh, yes and that is basically what what i'm what i'm doing 
uh, what I'm doing now. Yeah, and of course, SOAS. And we are coming, actually. We have a concert planned uh, at SOAS for June. So the whole band that... Oh, amazing. Yes, the whole band that uh, is playing on the album that is going to be released will come in the middle of June to London if everything, of course, goes well uh, with, uh, of course. with the situation. So that's it, yes. That's Beautiful. awesome. So if you're in London, people, uh, make sure that... I mean, we'll advertise the concert for sure. So uh, make, make, make sure that you're up to date on our social media as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, Julia, you've already released a single uh, from with video, right? From your album. Am I wrong? Yes. I mean, you know, the last uh, year... No, it was this year, in June. We had an online concert mm. for SOAS. Uh, and we have yeah. amazing material uh, from that because it was recorded in a studio. It has uh, also nice video and the whole concert yeah. can be now found on YouTube. And there are also some, you know, individual, two videos are released uh, individually from the concert. But there is also the whole thing available on YouTube. Uh, again, Beautiful. under my name or so as... Uh, yeah, we will we will add uh, maybe not the whole concert, but one of the uh, single ones, and then people can find their way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, on the website, um, yeah. on our website, so uh, that people can go directly and check it out and see what's coming then in February. Yeah. Um, oh, this has been beautiful. so lovely, Julia. Thank you so so much. Um, we are so appreciative of you and everything that you do and the music that you make and you share. So thank you. Um, and you know, I can't wait to I can't wait to hear your album. And I and maybe we'll see you soon. Exactly. Thank, thank you. you so much for your time. Thank you. You're doing a great job. Thank you for for having me. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Many thanks, really. Thanks, Julia. All right. Bye, Julia. See you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Roots, a music podcast. We release new exciting episodes fortnightly, so make sure you follow us on your favorite streaming platform and at Roots Music Pod on social media. Remember to check out www.rootsmusicpod.com where you will find resources and recommendations to discover more about the music we've explored together for the past hour or so and more music from the fantastic musicians that have guided us through this journey. We'll see you in a couple of weeks.